Hello, hello, and thank you all for listening to Real Talk Atlanta, your favorite podcast for real life, real scenario, and of course, all things real estate. We're your hosts, River Bonds, Ashley LeRae, Nika W., and Taisha Renee, and we're so glad to have you tuned in. So sit back, take notes, and let's talk. Welcome back to another episode of Real Talk Atlanta. We are your hosts, Nika W., Taisha Renee. I'm Ashley Luray, River the Realtor. And we're back with another yes. one. With another one. Hi, ladies. Hello, another girl. one. Thank Good you. Good morning, Grand Rising. Good morning. <laughs> um, before we jump into the episode, how is Q4 treating you guys? Q4 is. <laughs> I'm, I've already <laughs> moved on to 2023. <laughs> Q4 was fun. It's still fun. But it's a video going around with this girl on like a tilt to world, and she's like, ah! Like screaming, and it's like, how's life treating you right now? And she like, like she got That's the same vibe as me. Actually, she is is doing that. House treat. Ooh, Q four treating you. It's good. It's pretty good. I feel motivated. Feel like a lot of things are happening. Yeah. I, I've done let go a long time ago. Listen, not let go. What, whatever happens, <laughs> happens for you. I know right, that's right. right. I have to remember. Let that. it go. Right. Let I'm taking Keisha Cole. Not Keisha Cole. Oh my God. We sound defeated. No, I do want to say this. We all killed it this year. Yes. It's just the end of the oh, year, seriously. y'all. We're yes, getting so a little like, you know, it's the holiday. We yeah. trying to add them low vibrational plates. Yeah. But we're good. We're yeah. here. So we're grateful. We're around yeah. Thanksgiving. So we, we're definitely thankful. But today's episode, I'm super excited about it because we're talking to our buyers again, not Love just first time home buyers, but to all buyers because Period. I feel like real estate changes a lot. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of myths that are still going around to this day to that this people day. won't just let go. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, as your favorite real estate advisors, we here to unbunk these myths and give you guys the real. Let's unbunk them, okay. yes. Okay. Unbunking, let the unbunking begin. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, the first one is the most popular, it's about down payment. So, mm. The myth is down payment has to be minimum 10% of the sales price. It was all a lie. It was that all is all not true. true. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. I'm not sure where that started, mm-hmm. but the minimum down payment right now that is set is a 3.5% mm-hmm. on your home loan. There mm-hmm. are other programs that are there to give you less than that. However, very few but the minimum down payment is 3.5%. 3.5% or 3% on conventional. So FHA, 3.5% conventional, anywhere from 3 to 5%. Now, in some instances, you will have to pay, mm-hmm. you know, a 10%. Like we just mentioned on a previous episode, right. statement loans, entrepreneur loans, depending on your profile, sometimes it will require, but at minimum, it'll be a 3%. Yeah. And right. I think he brought up something good. Where did it come from? Now, I don't know this to be true, but I have <laughs> right. a theory. I feel like at a point in time, right, they were trying to make it so that home ownership was not attainable. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way to make something seem not attainable is to put a parameter on it that we cannot reach, right? right. What are the odds that people are walking around with 10 and sometimes I even hear 20%, 20%. as a norm? Mm-hmm. You figure $300,000 at 20%. My math is not math, math right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, well, no, it's $60,000. Right. Yeah. 
A lot of people don't make that in a year's time. So right. I think when you put that on there, it makes a lot of people, especially people of color, minority, like, oh, I can't afford that. I can't do that. And that is what ultimately started that shift in, you know, we can't own homes because we can't afford it. Right. Yeah. It's fake news. Use your first time home buyer loan. Use your 3.5% down to 3% conventional mm-hmm. to purchase a home. It's very attainable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and there it, are programs, like you said, like 100% financing where right. you don't put any money down or even the Closing the Gap program we talked about where you're putting 1% down. So there are options out there. But of course, as we're advising you we always recommend to have three percent saved because there's a lot of other costs factored in there Mm -hmm. right that's there and not just to assume you know that you home ownership is not attainable like Mm -hmm. ask those questions Mm -hmm. you know reach out to a real estate agent make sure that what you're hearing is true because most people could be your grandma which yeah stop listening to y'all cousins okay purchased in 1995 who haven't purchased at all exactly okay and and that comes to the second myth, which is you have to have a 700 credit score Ooh. for you to be pre approved. No. I literally that had be, a consultation. No, that would be great. That would be great. But it is not the minimal requirement, which minimal. is 580. 580. On a FHA. On a FHA loan. So I, had, I did have a consultation where my client was like, well, I have a 680 credit score. I'm not sure. I'm like, girl, you, no, you are really. really. <laughs> You are ready. Let's get to the You are ready. Bank. Let's start it. Let's start it. So no. now. Yeah, okay. seriously. But always keep in mind, the better your credit score, the better the, the better it is. So Absolutely. if you have a 580, yes, you can purchase a home, but it, like it's going to cost you some money right. because mm-hmm. the interest rate is going to be a little bit higher for you. But if you have that higher interest rate up toward that 700 point, you know, up or 600, whatever, mm-hmm. then your interest rates will be better. And also keep in mind, too, your mortgage credit score is a little different than like your average consumer credit score. So if you log on to like, Credit Karma, and you're, it says that you're at a 580. When you do a mortgage application, it may be like a 570, a 560. Mm-hmm. It tends to be a couple points lower, but it's always best to keep it as high as possible. So. Yeah, I feel like people pull that stuff off their like credit card mm-hmm. app or like mm-hmm. their mobile banking. I'm like, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes they be giving me a little bit more grade. Right. Like, I just pulled it yesterday. It was a 799. Why is it pulling 620? I'm like, well, no, I think it is deal. really important yeah. to know. Like, I try to get people at the six, sweet spot of 620, mm-hmm. yes. but you do not. To be in the 700s is not even I don't see it a lot that's honest I think a lot of people are in that mid 600s and those are the people buying homes I just think that again it goes back to being attainable right Mm -hmm. 700 credit score is like great especially if you're wrong with Mm -hmm. bills and you done been through some things on your credit like a 700 is like top tier for sure so keep it in the sixes I say 620 but you can definitely do it with a 580 yeah Mm -hmm. I say 620 640 especially if you're interested in like down payment assistance you don't have the money those programs sometimes require a little bit higher you're gonna be in a better position yeah yeah. the higher your Mm -hmm. score the lower your interest rate is gonna be right so So, yeah so that goes into like home ownership and when people are applying Mm -hmm. and because of that myth I feel like it leads to our next myth which is a lot of people think that they have to pay off all of their debts in order to purchase to purchase mm-hmm. or for it to be you know like a little better for them when it's usually it's not the case you mm-hmm. kind of like have to go through that pre-approval process talk to the lender and see what is going to be better for you is it paying all of your debt or keeping your savings because my client just did that she took all of her savings mm-hmm. for her down payment and paid off all of her debt no wow. yes and, and it's like what so now she don't got no money. Yeah, it's exactly. now you don't have no money. And then those things, because the lender is really going to get the monthly payment yeah, of all of those yeah. things. So it wasn't really necessary. And then she kind of like shot herself in the foot. Dang. We have to bring yeah. my favorite saying back. At the end of the day, it comes down to your debt to income. So what, ladies, if you want to keep it pee, 
Keep it, Keep it at 43. You don't have to pay out all your debts, but you want to make sure your DTI pushing a qualifying rank. Right. Yeah. So 43% on the DTI versus 0%. I mean, it's great to have no debt, but A, that doesn't help your credit just boost up, which everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I had a client who paid, she was thinking about paying off her car in order to get her DTI down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, 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 let's not get too hasty. Because <laughs> if you do that, there could be a chance that it doesn't even like affect your DTI that much. Because of course, if you have like less and 10 car payments left they don't count that anyway Mm -hmm. so I was like don't just go off paying stuff and you don't know how that's going to affect you because not all debt is necessarily bad Bad. when we're Mm -hmm. talking about that sometimes it's good to have something on like your credit history so they can kind of get a gauge of like how well you are with paying stuff yeah paying on time yeah exactly I would say get advice first and Mm -hmm. because when they're on their credit they don't know like what's hurting you you know what you should paying down like I'll say before you even do that that's why I tell my clients let's talk to the lender right let's have you do an application let's see what's going on and then from there she'll tell you exactly Exactly what to pay off she'll be like pay off a thousand on this credit card that's what it is. Like, they'll they tell see you everything. Plan. And yeah. student loans, too. I think yeah. a lot of people think that student loans may really hinder them. Because, I mean, most people, who doesn't have student loans, right? If you went Me. to co- Okay, well. <laughs> a lot of people. None of them. Like, yeah, we do must that be nice. Time. Must be nice. I'm waiting for Joe to get rid of mine. You'll <laughs> be waiting for forever. Right. But um, I definitely think a lot of people think that if they have student loans, they can't get qualified for a home. And that's not the case either. Yeah, yeah. especially if you're on a payment plan, then mm-hmm. yeah. you're on the most... You on an income base, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're on an income base. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the most surprising myth that I've been hearing about. What are the what? people saying? Listen, fall and the winter is like the worst time to purchase. Now, I, I'm i not going to lie. I hear it too. I know at least in, right? You know, I'm from Chicago, as clearly said on every episode of this podcast. <laughs> but like during the winter time, nobody wants to move. Like we really right. go through some real gruesome winters. And I know it affects leasing. But I think that a lot of people like to buy because I think during this time, like people are ready to just get it done. Get right, it get it over with. Like, sellers are more inclined to like, okay, Let's take what we got on the table. Then I feel like in the spring months, you know, the kids are still in school. This right now, the kids are on break. I just mm-hmm. think that a lot of people say that. I think depending on your demographic or like where you are, it kind of makes sense with just the timing. But that is also very much fake news. And yeah. I hear that. Yeah, it's always a good time to buy. It's, the always, yes. it's probably one of the best times because the market isn't so busy. But I do understand like in the fall, once you have so many holidays, right. and you don't want to be moving and shifting through Thanksgiving and Christmas. But, you know, if you time it out correctly, you can be in your home before those major holidays mm-hmm. right. Definitely. I think it's a great time like a lot of sellers are typically more motivated yeah more flexible the exactly yeah. they're more and kind even, with okay. their holiday season okay. exactly more gracious and even new construction we mentioned this that. before yeah. yes a lot of builders are just literally throwing incentives throwing okay. incentives because it goes with their marketing <laughs> it goes with their marketing like yeah. enjoy the holiday yeah. oh my god and things like that I got one that said fall into this new, new construction home. this season I'm like okay okay then Right, because they're trying to meet that quota for the end of the year. So whatever they have in store, they got to push it out. Yeah. Right. They're messing up their numbers. So yeah, go ahead and push I it out. I think it's the best time. You know, you have less yeah. competition, mm-hmm. the most incentives. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to have something new. You know, like, you know, my Christmas gift. I just bought a house. I got a house. It just yeah. sounds better. Because yeah. I feel like in the summertime, people be having too much time on their hands. Yeah. Now they want to get in the market, get all busy, right. yeah. and stuff. Like, <laughs> I'm going to wait until y'all are so consumed with the holidays to buy my house and give me a little bit extra. So I definitely. Thing. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. 
So, yeah, when it comes to, like, timing when purchasing with a home, like, yes, it's important. You definitely need to know the seasons where you need to buy and sell. However, Absolutely. fall and winter is definitely are still a great time to buy. And speaking oh. of timing, another myth. <laughs> another a lot of myth. Look, it's listen. a lot of myths that be stopping y'all from buying and doing real estate. And that one is you have to wait for the market to crash to purchase. Oh, wait yeah. for oh they love and it's wait like, for the market to crash. It doesn't make sense to That's me. Why would you time. want that? Right. That yeah. is the worst time yeah. to purchase. I think I if I go in my email right now and type in market to crash. Literally, I would have 30 emails because I feel like everybody thinks that they know the market. market mm-hmm. right. They know what's going to happen. I lived through 2008. Well, baby, we in 2022. Hello. Right. It's new. <laughs> it's a new dawn. It's a new day. Okay. I think that a lot of times, you know, when the market crashes, what people think is going to happen is that, you know, prices are going to significantly go down. Yeah. They're going to be able to get million dollar homes at a half million dollar price point. That's all <laughs> great to think and believe. But if you're waiting on that, you may never be a homeowner right. because you're waiting on something that's probably never going to happen. Right. I think that when people say that it's almost coming from from a fearful place like right. if you don't really know or you're not educated on this process you're waiting for this unrealistic thing to happen before you step into home ownership mm-hmm. the market crashing especially crashing the way that it did in 2008 the likelihood of that happening is very yeah. slim so it's just like <laughs> learn the market for what it is right now and then figure out how you can put yourself in it versus like telling yourself oh, oh I'm, I'm waiting for a crash for yeah. like, okay, it's gonna yeah. happen it's gonna happen Like, yeah. and it's like it's not really smart move to be honest because then that's gonna you know like mess up with your value when that's you're purchasing a home exactly. like why would you want that right. I feel like that's me like I hate that myth because why would you want the market to crash for you to purchase it's messing up your value okay yeah a lot of people like purchasing a home or any like piece of property is an investment at the end of the day mm-hmm. so if you're investing in this why would you want to buy an asset if the value is low when you're purchasing it because then how are you making a profit mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense like you said they're gonna be waiting a long time get your you're not gonna let it happen again i feel like it's not good for a business not good for the government and people that are really in control of that so they're making sure they're putting rules regulations in place to make sure that that's not gonna happen again Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so hard whenever you go through that process they have to double check everything Mm -hmm. like the underwriter they're making sure that that doesn't happen again and property value is still going up yeah like we're not seeing this crazy plumbing every time y'all know i love y'all body when I do market reports, I lean on these beautiful ladies to see <laughs> yeah. what they say. And every month it's the same thing. The cost of living or the, you know, average median price point in this county has gone up, gone mm-hmm. up. We're not seeing those drastic drops in the price points. So mm-hmm. it's like, mm-hmm. what are y'all really waiting for? Right. Like, let's, no, seriously. Let's unpack right. that. Yeah. I was almost at that point, but I decided when the market cooled down is when I purchased my house and I loved it. I got it under asking. Mm-hmm. got some closing calls. She fixed everything on that repair sheet. Yeah. Like, I was like, okay, boom, I love that right. for me. And I already got, what, 10 to 15K in equity. And so okay. But no, if it gets to that point where people feel like, oh, the market's going to crash. Now y'all going to be hurrying back to the market. Right. And I'm going to go ahead and put my house on the market. Right. I'm not giving you any closing calls. I'm not fixing anything. But you can get out. Right. So I think when people want, like say they want the market to crash, they're just hung up on the purchase price. Right. Yeah. Honestly, like the purchase price doesn't like 
change your monthly mortgage amount drastically if we're being honest right. yeah, yeah, yeah. like the interest rate so y'all waiting for the prices to go down and it's really only affecting you like what maybe fifty dollars yeah right. it goes to like fifty thousand <laughs> no that's 50, true yeah. like twenty five dollars more on your right it's just yeah. not i think it sounds like so much but you have to remember that is that amount stretched over 30 yeah, right. 30 years. Like, i don't even want to think about how much money i'm spending in 30 years because <laughs> right. that's a very long time so ten thousand dollars right now today okay that's a grip like but ten thousand dollars over thirty years, you're not even gonna remember like right. where exactly. that money went to. Honestly, exactly. so. yeah. And I feel like the confusion comes from not them understanding the effect of interest rate mm-hmm. and the effect of a crash. I feel like when they see that interest rate is going up, they like, oh, the market is crashing. That no, no that that's no, the market. Is that's, that's how, that's how they are. Like, <laughs> the market no, it's like interest rates. So you guys have to really learn more about like what the effect of interest rates are. Right. The effect of like home prices actually going down. Mm-hmm. And we like talked about this on another down. episode, but like interest rates at 2%, 3%, that is unheard yeah, of. Right. So where we are now is more of a norm anyway. I think because we're younger and a lot of our audiences in that first time home are, they're like, mm-hmm. well, my friend got it at 3%. Well, your friend bought at the right time. time. <laughs> you didn't yeah. listen. And now we're just right. going back to normal times. Like my mom is like, oh, the interest rate is at 6%. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I think just auntie like, was like, "Oh, mine was like nine percent." Mm-hmm. My brother so bought old. a house in like twenty fifteen. His was like eight or nine percent. Mm-hmm. He's like seven percent. I'm finna refinance. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like that's horrible. <laughs> think about like if you shopping at a store and you missed the big clearance sale. Ooh, yeah. you should have hopped in when everybody <laughs> else was buying it. Matt, and Black Friday. Friday. <laughs> and you know no, they got three percent interest rates. Was a clearance sale. Oh, sure. Big like blowout. The Black Friday special. You gotta wait, but I like you said, River. Like, you need to think about how to just put yourself in the market now instead of waiting. Yeah, because none of us know what's gonna happen. Like, mm-hmm. if you wait a year or two, we don't know what it's gonna look like. It if could be worse than up, it is now. Okay. Just get in where you can. If the rates go down, refinance then, and like you'll be. And good. I can't wait. If they do go down, I'm ready to refinance. I feel <laughs> like I'm if you can afford it now and you can get approved now, just do it now. Yeah, you have the lender. means to do it, then do it. Absolutely. Yeah, I tell my preferred lender when these rates. I know you wake up every day and do this. When they go down, you call, call me, me immediately. No, for sure. And I think that's another thing. I'm glad you said that a lot of people are not buying right now because interest rates are so high. But it's the fact that you might be in this high interest rate for six months and then let's and say it does go down. down. Mm-hmm. You can literally just refinance exactly. and get your 3% like your friend did. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but you're going to wait so long, lose out on gaining equity and a whole bunch of different things because of all these myths, of course, right. that you really don't know nothing about. So. Right. Okay, and it's still affordable because even with the rate that I got that's higher, I'm still paying less than what I told my lender I wanted to pay. Girl, I'm still paying less than what I was renting my one bedroom apartment for. Okay. Yeah. And you just bought your home how long ago? What's, what month is it? Oh, I bought November? it in September. September. We're in Two November months, and right. your equity is already, already there. Yeah. Right. Oh, look at that. Look you at just that. made more than what you would have, you know, if you were waiting on it. Yeah, right. interest, interest rate. rates goes yeah. up and down. Like the market opens early in the morning because just one day at the week, this week, it, it went dropped, down, dropped went a whole dropped, point, yeah. like a whole point. So you just mm-hmm. never know. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just not hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it went down a whole point, like for seven point in the sevens all the way till six. So mm-hmm. yeah, it sure did. It sure did. But that was on what Wednesday? That was like yeah, Wednesday. that was Wednesday yeah, middle of the week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe on Wednesdays. Look, I got a little myth. A lot of people always talk about like thirty years is just so long, and they think that those are the only long terms. And a lot of people don't realize that you can get a mortgage for a less than thirty year term. Mm-hmm. You can get a fifteen year mortgage. Yeah. 
I don't know if you could do a 10, but I know you don't have to necessarily go 30 full years paying off your mortgage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really important to know for people who are, A, trying to pay it off quicker. Mm-hmm. Some people might buy in a lower price point but can't afford much higher and don't mind paying it. Mm-hmm. You can do that 15-year loan and pay your house off in 50% of the time. We're in that age range right now where no one wants to commit. Yeah, Y'all got commitment But it's like, don't let your lack of commitment or wanting to be in a certain place stop you from buying a home. Because like yeah. you said, there's a way for you can still pay that mortgage and then come back and circle back and get that equity out that you otherwise wouldn't have got renting your renting. luxury mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah. This is a great good point. Tea, Ashley. Good, good tip. Okay. These were so good ladies. And I'm like, y'all. You the, y'all no. the girl. Oh. Not, not <laughs> as much as I'm tired of hearing this last myth. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh-oh. I'm scared. That if you're trying to purchase real estate, you do not need a real estate agent. The lies. <sighs> the lies. The lies. <laughs> No, that's what's going on. I have never heard it, and that's I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's like you have a woman going to the hospital saying you don't need a doctor. Okay, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> right, how does that make sense? Because if you're gonna be able to read those contracts and understand those, con- you're not. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not if you're, it's you're like not going to be able to do it. It's like certain things you're not gonna know. You don't yeah. go to school without a teacher. Like, come on, okay, that's just how it is. I think there's like that once. Special tip, like if you're a maybe a real estate closing attorney, mm-hmm. maybe you don't need a real estate agent, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, maybe you because you can who, read your own contract. Sit here and do all the work. Some people might, and that's what I'm saying. It's probably that is probably the only instance I could think of where you don't need a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I think. Why would you not hire an expert right, to right. help you make a decision on something you're essentially going to owe hundreds of thousands of dollars for? Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. I don't even understand why people are reluctant to hire one. Right. Yeah. And as a buyer, you're not paying for it. Right. Our That's the most important part. Please say that again. Mostly. <laughs> I would say as a buyer, like our services are free to you. You're not coming out of pocket to work with an agent, you know? Yeah. We're literally just here to advise you and to help you and make sure that yeah. you're protected in your purchase. Yeah. Right. You don't have to pay like... Even if you pay like a hundred dollar, two hundred dollar fee, the most when you're using a buyer's agent, and that's even in some cases. The value's there. It's the perfect. value is there. You want someone to be advocating for you till mm-hmm. the end of that process, mm-hmm. and that is a big myth. Do not believe that you do need it, and if you're looking, you have no one, further. four, two, you ladies here, three, ready, four. Experience, knowledge, selling all the houses Come in Atlanta, now. and that's oh, period. <laughs> I couldn't imagine doing something that I don't know nothing about and not having somebody holding my hand through that process. Like that's to me is the scariest thing. <laughs> right. If you think about it, as a buyer, how many times do y'all buyers call y'all while you're under contract? Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Every Even day. after they still calling. Like, mm-hmm. oh girl, the toilet broke. Oh, let me <laughs> Yeah. Let me let, this the warranty number. I got you the warranty. You got the warranty. Go ahead and get and it. And they done. lose it. Like, can I get the warranty <laughs> number? You're like, yeah, like... you go to warranty, get it together. Get it together. <laughs> yes, I love that. I love that. So these were the all the myths that we know about that's mm-hmm. most common, mm-hmm. basically, about real estate. And yes, if you're listening to this podcast, you listen to this episode, then you know those were not True. People. We have you know what now. we did. What we, we do? Debunked we debunked them. them. We debunked. <laughs> unbunked them. Yeah, unbunked. We unbunked the myths of real estate today. <laughs> yeah. And if y'all got some more myths, we want to hear them. If some right. things that y'all no, think nice. are true, we need to know because we need to unpack some of that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Something else I've heard too. 
is if you are, let's say, approved for like five hundred thousand, and then you purchase a home for two hundred thousand. Oh yes, that's some people please. may think like, oh, I can use that extra three hundred that I didn't oh, use yes. and like renovate my home. Yeah. Forget you. Some people say I can get that extra three hundred. And in my head, I'm thinking like, like, why would they give you? You really think a bank is about to give you a three hundred thousand dollar check to do what? To do exactly. No, immediately no. It don't work like that. <laughs> that was a good one. That was no. a good one. Bank is going to give you what the home is appraised for. So even if you're approved for a million dollars, if you try to buy a house and it's a hundred thousand dollars, congratulations, you just you got a hundred thousand dollar house. That is it. That is all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is toward our end of our episode. We're right before the end because now. We're gonna have Realtor everyone's Bay. favorite yeah, yeah. Realtor Bay, Ashley Lorraine. Oh, okay, she's changing her. She's Period. Y'all are so it's funny. A, it's a new dog. <laughs> the question of the day. So yes, if this is your first time tuning into our podcast, we have this segment called the Question of the Day, where we take questions from our audience because we love hearing from you. So feel free to send us questions on Instagram at Real Talk Atlanta or via email at realtalkatl at gmail So. For today's question, y'all know it's the holiday season, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody wanted to know, what are we doing for the holidays? What are our plans? Traveling. Yes, like, traveling. traveling and going home. What's new? Resting. Yes, we're going to the MIA, baby. I was about to yes. say, when you think of holiday season, think about my birthday. Oh, yeah, MIA I'm going to MIA for River's birthday. Yes. I'm going to Punta Cana for my It's sad season. Capricorn season for me. Period. Jesus. Punta Cana. Jesus. Punta Cana. Jesus. 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 Like I said, I'm in 2023 right now. So right. 2022, whatever, come, go. Come, yeah. <laughs> I feel like people are nicer around the holidays. Yeah, sure. sure. Yeah, I'm they have no kids in the world. <laughs> right. Me, I'm just like, I'm going to go home, get my little vibrational plate, and that's it. Oh, I'm going to have many little <laughs> yeah, vibrational a couple. Plate. When I say my vibration is going to be low to the flow, and okay. I'm like, <laughs> I want to go top of each other yes. when I go home. Because I'm not going to go home for Christmas, but we are going to Miami for my birthday. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's going to be December that. 4th, you know. I t- I'll send y'all my wish list. Um, <laughs> but we're doing that. I'm um, going home for Thanksgiving. And my godson, he is turning eight. Aww. My baby. But yeah, that's it. Other than that, I'm going to Chicago. I'm going to go to Miami. And y'all going to live it up. Live it up. Live it up. You going on a cruise. Yeah, I'm going on a cruise. I'm possibly going to another. It depends on how busy. My December is planning a lot of closings in the books. Period. That's right. So, you know, I'm just going to do it by ear. But I think it's going to be a very nice ending to my year, mm-hmm. which I'm looking forward to. I think we deserve it. Yeah, sure. We deserve it. We worked hard. We've been consistent. Period. Mm-hmm. Here we are. Mm-hmm. We'll talk Atlanta is here. And we appreciate you guys. We made yes. it to the we end of the year. year. Yeah. We did. <laughs> like, we literally started this with no, like, idea of, like, what was next, what we're, we're doing. Okay. Yeah. Y'all believe, like, it's December right and we still here we still here <laughs> going going on, well. on the 18th is right. our uh, six month anniversary oh wow. cheers and it's official we're officially a business I'm so happy about oh, that yes. oh yes yes y'all we've been doing some real work operating our business as a business as yeah. we tell y'all yeah. and real talk Atlanta we got some stuff coming for y'all so okay. stay tuned ready you're not Put ready for on. Yes. if you love us now you're gonna really love us I was gonna also say thank you for our sponsor this episode oh yes, yes. of course as always Tiffany we love her we obsessed with her she's no, amazing literally. if Shout you haven't the seen the episode she just was on last week make y'all sure need you to tune in, in. Like, exactly. she, gems were drops mm-hmm. as every episode but that one had like 
Super gems. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of gems. <laughs> Shout out to the Hall's Law Firm. Period. Your favorite closing attorney. Put them on y'all contract. So buyers, when you debunk all these myths and you're ready to get to the closing table, be sure to put Tiffany Haas on your law firm. Yes. yes. On your law firm, on your contract. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys again for watching and tuning into our episode. We'll see you guys next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Today's topic might be at its end, but the conversation never stops. If you like what you heard, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. For more daily content from the ladies of Real Talk Atlanta, head over to any of our social media platforms to connect with us. And let's talk as we put the real in real estate.